Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You can imagine Gunther, look, Mick's the only one on wet. So you imagine Gunther like, fucking hell, we're sick. Don't change the tires. Just stay out. <laughs> fucking go for it, Mick. Stay on the wet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Pit Stop Podcast. It's currently 7pm Sunday evening and I can firmly say right now that Max Verstappen is the second time world champion. Because we are the champions. My friend, Max Verstappen has done it. What a crazy race. Oh my God, there's so much to unpack. I know, two days in a row we've got up really, really early. Yesterday was delayed for qualifying, took forever. Today was delayed. I was slightly nervous this morning. Yeah, thinking, have we think really gotten go. up for this? You didn't think it was going to go? Nah, I was nah. ready to go back to bed. I didn't think it was going to go. There is so much to unpack in today's episode. As you guys know, Max Verstappen is the second time champion of the world. We're going to get down into everything. Have a chat. Give you our opinion. I did tweet halfway through the dr- drama today saying what the fuck is going on. Had no idea. But before we get into that, the new driver's ratings for F1 22 are out. As you guys know, we partnered with Codemasters and EA Sports to bring you the driver's ratings from the game. We have got them in front of us now. We're going to go through the top 10 and see who's changed, who's gone up on the game. We just go from the beginning here, Fabs. There's many predictions that I could make, but I just want to go straight into it because I'm quite intrigued to see who has gone up and who's gone down. Well, I'd like to confirm to everyone now that Max Verstappen has gone up. He's a 96 and he was a 95 before. And so he should have. The highest rated card he is, because once you take him out, Lewis Hamilton is still a 94, which is fair. It's fair. Interesting. I would have put George there, personally. What, you would have put George Russell in 94? Over Hamilton at George the Russell moment. hasn't been great in the last couple of weeks. George Russell's current I think rating, he's been great all year. George Russell's last rating, last rating was 92. Right. His new rating is not even there. The new 92 is Charles Leclerc. Mm. Charles Leclerc is on the climb. He's okay? gone up. Yeah, Charles Leclerc's going up. Very interesting. Very yeah, he's, interesting. He's been winning. Do you know what I loved about the Actually, game? Actually, no, he hasn't been winning. Sorry. Since they've updated the game, they've put the yellow on the Ferraris. And the race suits are yellow as well. Yeah, I love that. I love it. It looks so good. Uh, Charles Leclerc's a 92. We take that out. George Russell is now a 91. He Mm. was a 92 before. So he has dropped. Charles Leclerc is up one, as we know. Lando Norris maintains a 90, which we like to see. However, his expertise has changed. His expertise has gone up by one. Right. Fernando Alonso before, Fab, was an 89. An 89 with 99 expertise. The reveal of Fernando Alonso's new driver rating. He's in the 90s! 
He's a 90! Of course he is. Fernando Alonso should just be 99 anyway. Expertise is 99, always. I mean, he should be 100 as, as far as I'm concerned. I think that's experience, not expertise. But close. Next same, card. Same thing. Carlos Sainz up to an 89. He wasn't an 89 before. Before he was an 88, so he's gained a nice position. Sergio Perez was 88 before. He's dropped to 87. Now that I find interesting, but I guess this is like a week behind, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we or won a few last weeks week. behind. I'm yeah. sure in the next driver's ratings, we'll see a higher Sergio oh, Perez. go up. Sebastian Vettel is now an 85. Before that, he was an 85 as well, so he hasn't moved. Valtteri Bottas is the final card coming in. <clears throat> And he's an 83 now. He's gone down three. He was 86 before, which is fair because he hasn't really been amazing. Yeah. Recently. I mean, he's an amazing driver. It's just all about the team. But I, I want to know what these other things mean. I know that means expertise or experience, whatever you want to call it. But what are the other? That's pace. Experience, racing, awareness, and pace. That's pace. So 86. So he's actually, he's actually gone down in pace. It's just the car. I mean, Joe's been picking up points. I absolutely loved Valtteri's race helmet from this weekend with the LED lights. Looked incredible. But they are the current driving ratings from the F1 22 game. I wonder but if they'll update the McLaren livery. Ooh. in the next update. Now that I'd be excited to see. We'll just have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see. However, let's dive straight into what happened during this race because, oh my God, there was about 10 million different things which happened in this race. Couldn't keep up. There's so much we could talk about and there's probably things we'll forget to talk about, but you know, that is such an amazing championship race. I want to dive right down into everything from qualifying yesterday to today because there's been so much drama so many little things that have happened that I feel like it'd be interesting for us to give our opinion on. Like, what, what's one of the standout things you want to talk about straight away? I want to talk about the weather. Okay. Because that was a seriously wet race. Mm -hmm. But we've had a race, we've had a couple races where it's been hammering it down before and they've taken so long to restart. And the thing which I really liked was Lewis Hamilton putting that story up. I don't know what it said. It just basically said, like... Get us out there kind of thing. Get us out race. there and get racing. And then he said it on the TV. And the to end. me, that was so refreshing. Because, listen, I know that, like, safety has to come first, of course. But at the end of the day, it's a race. And all... Like, it's nice. You get, you get caught up in the mindset that, like, safety comes first, which it does. But to know that, like, these, these guys still want to get out there, still want to race, they're still hungry for it, just as much as we are to watch it. Mm. But no one wants to get up at six in the morning and just... He sat there waiting around, you know? Well, well, that's the thing. I mean, safety is such a massive part of this episode of what we're going to talk about because I'm guessing that tractor thing is such a massive thing. That's a whole other world of It's, it's of such a madness. thing to talk about, right? Because I guess we can just jump straight into that because it all goes hand in hand. Like, realistically, every driver there wants to drive, even when it's wet. Like, the, you know, the, when they're told they can't drive, it's because it's deemed unsafe. But the drivers are out on that track and in, you know, in return from the FIA and from Formula One, they should be completely safe to be on that track, mm. in my opinion, which is why I just found the whole situation crazy. I guess, like, I think what I was getting at was, you know, you know, these guys get paid so much money. So it does cross your mind. Like, do they really care if they go out or not? Like, they're still showing up to work. They're still getting paid for doing whether they race or not. They're still getting paid to, to, to be there, you know, so... I guess on my mind, I was just like, do they really care that much if they race or not? Like, they want to be safe. I really don't think for any of these people, they actually care about the money. Like, realistically, Formula One is such a rich sport. If you're in it, you have a rich family anyway. Like, I don't think they actually care about their wage. These are people that have devoted their whole lives. I think they do. I think they do. Because if you put it to them and you were like, 
you got to go out in the rain, risk your life more than you would so. Well, Nicky like Lauder, do you remember from that movie? Didn't it rain really bad? And then he said he's not racing because someone crashed in the rain. I'm oh, pretty sure start, that happened. Don't start with that shit. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to jump straight back uh, up. But, you know, it's probably Senna or someone completely <laughs> different. But no, no, they did get out um, racing in the rain, which I was, I was glad to see. We got like 45 minutes of racing. It's just nice that they still want to go out and do it. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, obviously these guys are so hungry for it. There's honestly so much to talk about. I don't even know what to start with. I want to mention the points thing. I want to mention how on earth we have a world champion. I want to mention why it was the worst announcement of a world champion we've ever seen. Well, the points thing was really interesting because you had the commentators the whole time telling you that it's going to be half points, right? Throughout yeah. the whole of the race, the commentary was just saying it's going to be half points because it, they, what did you say? It's not 75% of a race? Well, it's meant to be 75% of a race completed. Right. But basically... Something to do with the rules saying the race, if the race is resumed, points will be full. Uh, to be honest, me and Fab were really confused with this. It so didn't we really didn't make actually, any sense. Well we, well, we called in some help. We needed some we? help. We needed a lifeline. <laughs> we actually called Matt Gallagher. I feel like it would be a great idea to just roll that audio clip and then we come back because then you guys listening will understand what we're because that's the only info we've got oh, i still don't understand it <laughs> no <laughs> i heard him talking and it was just all these facts i was like nah let's roll our uh, phone call with uh matt gallagher let's roll it hello hi mate bro brother what the fuck is going on <laughs> i'd love to be able to tell you <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's yeah it's been absolute chaos hasn't it how is how, why can't Max Verstappen just win a normal world title? That's what I want to know. <laughs> How is he world champion? Why is he? Why have they suddenly given full points? Yeah, what's is going that, on with the points? So, yeah, so what they've done, right, is... Well, firstly, commentary, and to be fair, the teams as well didn't think it was going to be full points. So how it works usually is that if we have a red flag and the, and the race finishes under a red flag and we haven't finished the whole... 100% of the race, then it goes down into tiers. So you have like the 25%, 50%, and then over 75%, you get different levels of points. So commentary, we're obviously feeding us saying, well, we're not going to get the whole, we're not going to get 75% done. So therefore, it's going to be reduced points. But the difference is, and the interpretation of the rules is that the race actually finished and it wasn't ended under red flag conditions. So the timer ran out and therefore it's still full points because Max Verstappen came across the line when the time ended at zero seconds. Okay. So that's how they've awarded full points. But I mean, the fact that commentary have fed us the entire race. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Johnny Herbert of all people to announce that Max Verstappen's world champion. <laughs> we were all a bit shocked. But, but as, as Verstappen only won the championship because Leclerc got that five second time penalty. Yeah, if Leclerc hadn't locked up, it would have gone on to the US. But why did he get a five-second time penalty for that? Because he wouldn't, he didn't gain five seconds, no? So he left the track and gained an advantage, um, which is what the stewards deemed, and also kind of blocked Perez a little bit towards the line. So it was kind of fair um, because yeah, he took he took a he took the Mickey just a, just a tiny bit. And that is coming from a Leclerc fan, to be fair. Yeah, I know it hurts to say it out loud. Uh, I thought it should be a three-second penalty. Either way, yeah, no, it still would have been the same, right? Uh, uh, fair. Yeah, still would have let Perez through, to be fair. Okay, yeah. so Max is definitely world champion. 100%, yeah. Oh, cheers for clearing it up, you, you don't think that um, he could potentially have it taken away when they look at the budget cap and remove a load of points off Red Bull? 
Well, the budget cap stuff tomorrow is going to be a whole... I mean, there's so much to talk about that the tractor being on track is one of the things... Fucking crazy, mate. ...almost been forgotten about, but obviously it's going to be something that everybody's going to be talking about, including uh, us. And, yeah, the cost cap tomorrow, that won't affect Red Bull's championship this year. That will be regarding last year's spending. So no one really expects the championship to be taken away from Max, but it's about 2021. So this season will be reviewed next year when they put their finances in. Fucking hell, crazy, bro. Wow. Yeah, tell me F1's too complex without telling me F1's too complex. <laughs> just saying, I've just been reading your tweets, mate. You've been the only help for me. <laughs> and I've been confused and I've watched this sport 25 years. <laughs> All right, bro, we'll let you go. I know you've got a film. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, enjoy the pod. Cheers, Thanks, mate. Matt. Thank you. See you guys. See you. Bye-bye. So what I'm getting from that is that because it didn't finish <laughs> under a red flag, then they still got full points. If the race had stopped... No, if the race had carried on without being stopped and it was fin- it finished under a red flag, still doesn't make any sense to Right, me. basically, they went to full points because the race was resumed. But then where does the 75% thing come in? Well... That's the bit that I don't get. It didn't for today's race. In the new regulation and the new rule, they seem to have completely wiped that. So it's a a new rule. It's a new 2022 rule. Post-Massey rule. In this rule book that no one... (laughs) This rule book reminds me... Where the fuck is this magical rule book? This rule book reminds me of that one. Do you think it actually exists? Do you think it's a a physical item? I don't don't know. I reckon it's constantly updated. It's definitely an online PDF. Do you think? I think it's a real book. I reckon it's like a scroll and they write in it with an ink, ink pen. You got to think, an right? Pen, a feather pen. There's that clip of the Red Bull pit wall after the race. The guy is reading the rule book and adding up the points. Even the team, Mercedes too, weren't aware that the driver had won the championship. That makes no sense to me. Like, surely the team would have known on the radio, like, as soon as it was Even after that, even after it was confirmed, everyone was super confused. Did you remember the the guys were waiting in that room, the drivers who were on the podium, and then Max got ushered into that room next door, and there was that red, like, fucking red leather armchair, like, real fur on it. And Leclerc was looking around the corner like... (laughs) He didn't look like a happy boy, did he? Leclerc was not a happy boy up there today. Well, you got to think, it was that's tough for Leclerc. That's so bad, man. Leclerc on the last corner, pretty much. When there was twenty minutes left, he was radioing and saying he couldn't deal with the tires. He then sat out with them tires for twenty minutes, maintained second, and then on the very last corner. Let's be honest, Perez was up his fucking chuff, like right close up, but he was sniffing him. He was so close, and then he just pushed that bit too far on the last corner. And kind of fucked it for himself. Well, the thing is, if Leclerc came second, the championship would have rolled over to next week. I think... Was it a five-second time penalty? Yeah, five-second time penalty. I don't think he gained a five-second advantage, but I've read in loads of things online and apparently... It doesn't really matter, does it? Apparently he did. I don't really know. I thought it was always like a three-second time. Well, whenever you go off the track in the game, it's always a three-second time penalty. Yeah, but I accumulate quite a lot of them. It comes to like 22, 23 (laughs) seconds. But no, we need to remember that realistically, Max was going to win this championship anyway. Like, fair enough, it's it's happened how it's happened and everyone can say, you know, there's controversy surrounding it again, but he's absolutely dominated this year. Like, he's going to win. He's by far the best driver on well, the what grid. what were you saying earlier? You were saying something... Because I wanted... I obviously... I think everyone else wanted to see this go come down to, like, the very last, like, knuckle of the race. Like, if it happened in Abu Dhabi and Max won in Abu Dhabi, I thought that would have been a sick send-off. Yeah. That's why I was saying, like, oh, this, this fucking sport's set up. Like, he's not going to, like, get the points until the last race. 
But um, you were saying how maybe if this whole decision is wrong, <laughs> then maybe his points could get taken off of him tomorrow. No. And, then, and, then it, and then it causes this <laughs> no, massive that fucking That makes me sound thing. more stupid than what I was trying to say. I don't know. I wasn't trying to say that. I wasn't saying about the, if they got the points wrong. What were you saying? I was saying that, because you know the budget cap review comes out tomorrow. That was what it was, yeah. And then, but, but then when we spoke to Matt, Matt said that it doesn't work for this season. It's only for last. But then I feel like no, last for, yeah, season's no, no, gone. No, for next season. I feel like it'd be more... I feel like, though, they could change it again. And I was just saying, like, imagine... If they just turned around tomorrow and said, like, Red Bull over the budget cap and we're going to take we're gonna 50 points 50 off of this season. Max. And then it would open up the rate. You know what I mean? Imagine if, like, Leclerc went and won it then. Can what? you imagine the beef around that? It would be nuts, but I just, I just can't understand how a world champion was announced a world champion. It's almost as if within the office somewhere else, they, like, knew what had to happen, but no one else knew what had to happen. It was it was very weird vibes on track. No one knew. Even like, all the Red Bull lot, like they weren't celebrating no, afterwards. No one that interview that happy. with Christian Horner, he looked so confused. And like when Johnny Herbert announced him as a winner, he's like, "Max, come back here!" Like that's so crazy. Like you're announcing a world champion like that. Yeah, I know. It was really weird. It was really weird. Just something didn't feel right. I'm sure like more will come out, more little stories of things or tales. But ultimately, but the boys are celebrating right now, though. Yeah. Oh, the Red Bull boys will be out partying, and they oh, deserve it. I want to get one of those world champion hats. Them world champion hats are so sick. They're really cool. That's the thing. Max does deserve it. Full credit to Max. He's ran away with this season. Now we've got a battle for second and third. Checo and Perez. Because they had a good battle today. What do you reckon they're Not doing sorry, tonight? Checo and Perez. <laughs> Checo and Leclerc. Guys, we're really tired. Yeah, it's been too <laughs> Once long Once again, days. how many times do we say this on the pod? <laughs> Quite a lot. I actually just there. fell asleep on the sofa. You actually were. I was watching the Arsenal game 3-2. Snoozy. See you later, Liverpool. Yeah, great, great game. <laughs> Fell asleep during it. <laughs> Fab was actually playing FIFA yesterday whilst waiting for everything. I was doing all right as well. Yeah, you were. Not bad. But who were you playing as? Crawley FC. Crawley <laughs> Town. And I was who? Man City. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at some of the other people in today's race. Ocon needs a stand innovation, mate. Well, he I think is amazing wet. Mate, him and Lewis Hamilton, that for however many laps. Was 15 laps it was, I'm pretty sure. Incredible. It was insane. Wow. Ocon finished fourth. He is a very good wet driver. That's not his first performance where he's shown how good he is. In very the competent. And it just is exciting to see how quick that Alpine is. And that will get Gasly absolutely buzzing. Like, imagine knowing you're stepping into that car. But then Alonso finished seventh. Vettel finished sixth. So Vettel needs a bloody... These old boys, though, they know how to handle the wet, don't they? The ones that can handle the wet, they, they absolutely show it. Russell did some of the most amazing overtakes I think I've ever seen today. Yeah, yeah, Russell was absolutely killing it. Mate, I'm just reading here. I don't know if you've seen this, but Pierre Gasly has been given a drive-through penalty of 20 seconds uh, for speeding under red flag conditions. You're absolutely shitting me. I'm not kidding you, mate. You're fucking lying. And, that, and it says here, th- right. uh, which puts him just three away from a race ban, he, a 20-second time penalty and two penalty points which puts him three away from a race ban. Man, we need to talk about that. This is This nuts. is just absolutely crazy. Guys, look, me and Jake don't know much about F1, but we are aware of the Jules Bianchi stuff, which happened a few years, 2014. Yeah, at, at this track in 2014. Yeah, which is crazy, by the way. The fact that it was at this track is fucking nuts. We don't know much about it, but we've done a little bit of research. We know a little bit about it. That in itself is fucking crazy. So straight away, you and me are like completely on the Gasly bandwagon that like, how can this happen? Yeah. How can they allow this to go out? We were having a good debate about it during the race. Well, let's talk about what we were talking about now. 
I guess we were just sort of reiterating what they were saying on TV. I'm trying to. I was trying to bring both sides to the story. Like, he was driving very quick. He was driving very quick, which doesn't help. You came back at me and said the, whether he was driving like a 200 miles an hour or 50 miles an hour. If he goes into that tractor, he's fucked anyway, which is so true. But he was he was driving too quick during that. So right, let's debate it again. I am completely not on the level of even the speed of what he's going is important for multiple reasons. And I will pull up that afterwards. The main reason I say that is because Formula One as a sport has 20 fucking drivers. And at the end of the day, if them 20 drivers aren't there and they ain't competing, they don't even have the sport. The safety of them drivers has to be absolute priority. If someone has lost their life in a similar situation... And I, I, I t I'm going to quickly tell you that just before I go into why I'm saying this, there's a photo of Vettel's driver cam going past the tractor when it's still... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply the green flag so the tractor was out on the track when it's a green flag and Vettel was going past him that's nuts okay now the I'm aware surely it wasn't green flagged I've literally got it here how how is that possible on the driver cam I don't know it just wasn't shown on TV mate you've got to think how long that tractor would have had to been out there because there were stewards they wrapped the car up they would have been out there for ages by the time got and did you got see there. the shot of the camera from the from the tractor where it's one of the stewards trying to move yeah. the car yeah. and having to run back and the speed that they're flying past. Yeah, them. well, right. The situation, if you actually break it down, was that Gasly had pitted, hadn't he? So Gasly was coming out of the pits. Yeah, because he had a fucking, he had a billboard on the front of his car. Yeah, exactly. And because he was coming out of the pits, that was the gap. They obviously tried to grab the car in. That, that's basically what they're saying, I guess. And yeah, they, saying, they, they could have waited another minute until Gasly had passed before they got the tractor out. And then, yeah, and then, I, I personally think it's bad communication. However, this is a question that's been on my mind for a while. Do the people that, that drive these vehicles and all the people, all the stewards on the side of the track, do they, do they follow the F1 throughout nah, the world? No, I think they're volunteers. So they're like local to the track. They I, just do I think that they're shit. volunteers, but they'll all be controlled by someone who follows every week. I mean, like there'll the be team... guidelines that they have to follow, but maybe it's just bad communication. People were saying maybe because they were in Japan, it was like a communication breakdown. A language barrier or something. So, you, yeah, I saw that. I, I don't really get it. I, more inquests will be done in it. But did he get a time penalty because he sped when he come out the pits? Because he was, he was driving too fast during a red flag. That's right. What, that's what the official statement says. That may, That's another... <clears throat> this actually makes me fucking angry. Like, honestly, this one situation really pissed me off. And, and what pissed me off a lot was, like, the way everyone was speaking about online or, like... And I give Jensen Button so much fucking credit today because in that when he's commentating in that he he really brings life. Like, he brings the drivers. Perspective. He brings the drivers' perspective, and he really makes you realise. And like, I was watching it, and the main way to look at it is you know on his remote when it goes to red flag, and then there's a screenshot on his remote on his, on his controller <laughs> on his fucking steering wheel when it goes to red flag you get the red dot. 
Yes. There's a screenshot, isn't it, of the red dot and you can see the, the tractor and everyone's saying that's when he shouldn't be going quick, basically. It was, yeah, it was just as he was coming up Exactly. To but then if he was driving slower, it would have happened before. Exactly. He would have had more time. Yeah, but I'll get back to the speed thing. I'm fucking really passionate about this. <laughs> no, I'll get back to the speed thing because you've got to think about it logically. If you look at that screen grab that is online, like of the, of the red dot on his thing and the little tractor in the corner, mm. we can only see that's there now because we've watched it over and over again. Like in that spare moment, if that was the first time I looked at it, I wouldn't have even seen that in the mist because it was raining so fucking much. Like, and if you can't see it, if we can't see it on a oh, TV... Mate, no one could see the fucking tractor. That's what I'm saying. If we can't see it on a TV... The first but, thing I said to you was that it needs big lights on it. Yeah, oh, of course. Well, it just shouldn't be on the track anyway. All these but, vehicles should have like massive lights like the, like the medical car has on top. Like big flashing orange beacon or something. Mate, it just shouldn't be on the track when a car's out. Like, <laughs> a, the, a good way to com- compare it is literally yesterday and the, the day before yesterday in qualifying max verstappen was going not very quick at all mm. and because it was wet when he put his foot down he went left and which meant which <clears throat> sent land off the track imagine the same thing had pretty much happened where he was going slow and then had sped up and slipped and gone straight into a tractor or a forklift or whatever it was. Like, it just shouldn't be there. Lights out. When there's a car on the track. It's just completely ridiculous. It is ridiculous, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, what I was saying is, if we're looking at it from the camera angle over the back of the car, you know the TV shot is the car cam. Uh-huh. And that's the shot we see where they've circled the tractor and been like, there it is. You've got to think, we see more than what the driver sees. When we watch it on TV, we get a better view than them. They're low to the ground. They're in the mist. <coughs> they get the rain. They're looking out a fucking visor. It's pissing with rain. They've got mist in front of them. They're going quick. Why should a driver even be expected to have to try and avoid a tractor? They should have the trust within the regulation that they're driving on. There isn't going to be a fucking piece of machinery on the track that could kill them. Again, f- yeah, so true, so true. From the other side, there's been a crash... And there's, there's clearly, it's a, it's a yellow flag. There's clearly going to be an obstruction or debris on the track, whether it's a tractor or a car. It's Carlos's car was like halfway on the track. So they should, they, they will know. They will bet any time there's a yellow flag, any driver sh- will know or should know to drive slowly because there is something on the track that could cause, cause an accident. Shouldn't, right. It shouldn't be a tractor, that's for sure. Crashing into a, an F1 car is probably not as, nowhere near as damaging as crashing into a massive... Do you know what I mean? Five-ton tractor, or whatever the fuck they weigh. I get what you're saying, okay? And I'm not completely eliminating the, the fact that maybe he was speeding. But what I am going to say is bring back the human factor into this. The reason Gasly pitted was because he was one of the first people to go, let's fuck these wets off and let's come out on inters and try and have a solid race. Well, no, it wasn't because he had also the sign, but also he did switch to inters, I'm pretty sure, because a few, few people did. He was straight to the back of the grid. Any driver on that grid, genuinely, this is a million percent right, any driver in that grid on that same position, if anyone, that same thing had happened, would have been going the same speed as Gasly. Because at that point, of him coming out of that pit, all he wants to do is catch back up to the safety car queue. Like, if there wasn't a tractor on track, and if this hadn't have been signified, no one would have ever looked at this and gone, he's gone too quick. No, no way. No, because under yellow not. flags, you have that Delta thing anyway, where you go up and down, like on the game. Like, it's only become a big thing. Because yeah, there of... would have been no reason to look at it. Yeah, exactly. Of yeah, exactly. Any, any driver coming out of that pit at the same time would have been doing the same speed. 
like would have wanted to catch back up to the the pack. It wasn't Gasly. Yeah, and, he, and even if Gasly had been going like a lower speed, he still would have complained about the tractor. It wasn't because he was going so fast. Exactly. It, this would have been an issue anyway, regardless of the speed. And then you have the issue of they switch it to a red flag, um, literally as Gasly is, I can't even see it yet. When you see the little red dot come up on his steering wheel, Firstly, there's absolutely no way he's looking at that steering wheel when that red flag comes up straight away. He's literally going round the corner. It's pissing with rain. He'll be staring out his visor looking at the apex. He probably doesn't look down at his steering wheel for another second. By the time he looks down at his steering wheel, he's probably past it. And I feel a bit sorry for Gasly because I watched his interview after and you, you watch him bite their tongue and you watch him talk, talk well and you can see how upset he is and, and you can understand it because he... It's just the last thing he would have expected to see on a track, and he shouldn't have been put in that situation. I, I just, I just can't get behind the speeding thing at all. For me, the speed oh, is completely it irrelevant. It, it, obviously, Gasly had that really close relationship with Jules, but if it, if it wasn't Gasly, if it was someone else, this still would have been a major issue. Like I think any driver would have highlighted it and been like, "This, this can't happen." Well, yeah, you but saw it's, it's all good. At the end of the day, right? Nothing happened. Nothing, no one got like seriously injured from it. There was no incident involved in the tractor and it's just a learning curve now. It should have been, should have been learned before, obviously it should have been learned back in 2014 that you don't bring something like that onto the track until it's completely safe. But let's just count our lucky stars that nothing happened and moving forward now, next season and seasons beyond, let's just hope this doesn't happen again. Hopefully they can put in a, cer- like a structure or a certain plan that this will never happen again. It's just frustrating, man, that like something like that happens and... And then literally two seconds later, the race is red flagged. And then we're sat there for two hours waiting. Nothing's happening. Why could they not have just waited? If the rain was that bad and it's going to get red flagged and all this stuff's happening, it was clearly going to get red flagged. Why could they just not have waited to bring that that um, tractor out? Mm. Like, Because realistically, I know it sounds bad, but a car on track, an F1 car, that may be a bit over the side or whatever, is a hundred times safer than a piece of fucking metal machinery. Like, if you hit an F1 car, it's just going to break up like they're built to do. Like, it is so dangerous. And a lot of it comes down to just the sheer lack of... Well, lack of respect towards the driver because the visibility wouldn't have enabled him to see that. And I honestly gutted for Gazi because not only is that a really tough one to suck up and then have to get a penalty for, but it's also, like, fucking tough for him. Like... They've all been through this sport and watched, you know, what happened to Jules. Like, we know what it's like in the paddock. Everyone fucking knows everyone. Mm-hmm. These people would have used to text. They would have been friends, gone out for drinks. And you you know how they lost their life doing something that you do week in, week out, one of the most dangerous sports in the world. You get out on that track. And then the thing that took his life is out on track in a, in a condition that you can't even see it. You shoot past it at a speed and you think, what the fuck was that? I could have hit that. I guess it's Who also tough it when, when you haven't got like someone directly to blame. Like, I mean, obviously someone's at fault here, but you, when it's not like malicious intent, when it's not, when something hasn't been done on purpose, you know, and it, and it is, there's so many heads. There are so many moving parts to this sport to get everything completely right all of the time. I mean, it must be nearly impossible. And that's no excuse. Like, that is no excuse to, like, risk because, you know, you're risking someone's life by doing that. But it just must be really hard. Like, again, like I say, it's just, I'm just happy that nothing actually happened. And moving forward now, they will do something about it to make sure it never happens again. It's scary for the stewards. 
like realistically there's a lot of talk about a tractor and yeah the tractor's fucking awful but someone also sent them stewards out when you see the other camera angle that guy's just pulling that car around and the oh, car goes mate, flying we've around. seen loads of videos of like it's absolutely horrendous videos these decisions. online of like stewards getting killed and f1 races and stuff it's crazy when you saw the and, and the video clip of hamilton going flying past uh, signs's car mm. mate that was just honestly well that that was before the um before the tractor on track but I guess basically from that whole situation, I, I just can't get behind any, any, any like fault on Gasly there at all. Like I just, I really can't. For me, there just should not be a tractor or any form of machinery on track when there's cars out 100%, because man. any car, especially 100%. in wet, you could slide out anywhere. You could go over a curb, completely lose it. Like anything could happen. It is unsafe, it is stupid, it is careless, it's disrespectful. It's very bad, yeah. And I think everyone agrees with you, to be fair, mate. To lighten the fucking mood. Oh my God, Nicholas Latifi got two points. <laughs> Nicholas Latifi did get two points, he came ninth. I, remember, I, think, I think I said to you, like, right before uh, it came up with the leaderboard, and it was so funny to see Nick DeVries with two points and Latifi with none. Yeah. That's so demoralising, so fair play, Hang Latifi. On, why did Nick DeVries not get points? He got points on his debut. Huh? Nick DeVries got points on his debut. That's what I'm saying. Nick DeVries had two points and, oh, and yeah, Latifi yeah. had none. And it's just a kick in the bollocks, isn't it? I know everyone knows Latifi's going, but um, no, this is quite funny to me. So he's, he's level one points with Nick DeVries. He can leave this year now. He can finish this season. He can fucking crash every other race and he can be proud that he got two <laughs> points this season. A massive shout out to Stroll as well. His start was insane. Oh my God. Stroll's start, mate. He jumped straight up the absolute right fire. Like six people. It's a shame it didn't work out for him. It's also a shame that Yuki Sonoda didn't manage to get the points at his home race. Mm. That's a bit upsetting. It was, it's, it, this was just a weird weekend. Like with the stops and the starts and I'm just, I'm buzzing we got racing. I mean, obviously everyone wanted it to get out racing. And I mean, on reflection, oh, here's one for you, Fab. Because yeah. of how the race was and because of how it finished, on reflection now, if you could have said you don't want them to race because of the rain, would you have took it? Say that again. Because of how it went and like how the championship was won and how it ended, like and everything, if you had the choice now to like be like, oh, actually, I don't want it to start. Like, say it was too bad rain and we didn't get 45 minutes today. Would you rather they just cancelled today? Uh... Because I would much rather the championship was still going. Like, I'll be honest, I'm kind of gutted how that's just ended. Like, I wanted the last lap. I wanted the Crofty. only reason I, I wanted... was gutted was because I just wished that we were in Abu Dhabi and he got it then. Like just purely purely selfish point of view so you and me could go to Abu Dhabi. We're mm-hmm. not even going, but I wanted to be there when they're all celebrating. Max had won the championship anyway. Everyone knew that he had. It's a bit of a shit way that it happened, but it's the way it is. It's the way r- racing works. How has it happened? Like, like, really, how has it happened? Because... Red Bull have spent too much money. <laughs> the car is just unstoppable. <laughs> well, I know that Red Bull are unstoppable, <clears throat> but I'm talking more like... How on earth have all these commentators and everyone we've been watching all the time we got all this info from, everyone, not had any idea about this points thing? I can't grasp that. Like, to the point of, like... I think a lot of the confusion stemmed from the fact that we didn't know if Leclerc was going to get... It was the timing of everything. We didn't know Leclerc was going to get a penalty. And then they're doing the pre-race interviews. And then they said during the interview, oh, by the way, Leclerc got a penalty. And then Max won it mid 
I think that's why it was a bit fucking weird. <clears throat> if he had got that penalty like a few laps before the end, Perez had stomped him, and and had and Perez had him for like the last sort of like three or four laps, and they managed to figure out the penalty before the race ended. Then maybe it would have been a bigger thing. I think it was just bad timing of it all. It's funny how they managed to give Leclerc a penalty within about 15 seconds, but it took an hour and a half it to was give Max Verstappen a reprimand. It was very quick. Wasn't it just? It was very quick. But then it was quite an obvious offence. Yeah, it was an obvious offence. As soon as he went off, like it was clear that he was going to get a penalty. Um, and at that point, I, it was pretty clear that Perez was going to take, take second. But I just obviously didn't assume that this was going to be a full-point race. I mean, but to be fair... Even with it not being a full point race, I'm pretty sure he still would have won. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know. I'm not sure because it would have stopped him from winning that amount of points. It, it's done now. No one really knows. It's it's all going to be summarized, or someone's going to say something. What would something you like or, to have happened? How would you like to, like for this season to have panned out? To be honest, Max Verstappen, like I've said the whole time, is the best driver. He deserves to win. He's dominated in the wet and the dry. Like you can't take it away from him. He's a monster, but. It is a shame that a last corner has basically meant the next race isn't a championship battle. Like, one corner has stopped the next race. Realistically, it could have still carried on. Like, imagine Leclerc won next week, Verstappen DNF, that would have gone to the next race. Like, so much could have happened. So it seems such a shame for something so exciting to be lost over something just so unorganised. Where do you think they're celebrating tonight? Well, they'll be. I reckon they're just out in Japan. Yeah, but like, where though? Because I, I spoke to Shy. I asked him about what the area was like that they were in, and he said there isn't really much going on. So they I wonder where they're doing. Party, they? Tokyo is like a three-hour train journey away from where they are. Do you reckon they've all just hopped on a train? They could have all private jetted somewhere. Or gone straight to Tokyo. I wouldn't even be surprised if they all jumped on a private jet. To be fair, <laughs> this is really interesting as well. I just want to quickly say this. Sorry to jump back to something else, but um, Alex Albon said to Sky Sports. Um, earlier today that Sebastian Vettel raised the issue of recovery trucks being on track too quickly in the drivers meetings earlier this week and it still happened that's a goat and a legend with a lot of experience talking right there isn't it a shame that Vettel was leaving because like we spoke about with Lissy on the episode before he was just such a spokesman for like everyone like if something was going wrong or something had happened within the sport that people weren't happy about you'd know that he'd be one of the first people to be like, this isn't right. Mm. That's why I'm still glad like Alonso's sticking around for a bit. And this is like a revolving door. This will continue to happen. You'll continue getting people who have just been in the sport for a long time and they have the experience. They have, of, you know, of years and years of racing. I think Checo would turn into that guy. Because mm-hmm. Checo's been driving a long time now. I think Checo's still got a big career ahead of him. I, I actually Same. love Checo. Same, mate. I think once we start, you know, we lose Sebastian... We lost Kimi Raikkonen last year. I think once you know you lose Alonso and then you've lost Hamilton. Who is on the Who's on the track? Then? Well, Bottas will be a sad one. Yeah, he'll be a bit of a go. He's, he's B- been Bottas there for the whole of Mercedes. A a he was literally there for the whole of Mercedes drivers' championship, com- constructors' championship. I would love for Valtteri to just continue going. Right, Lewis leaves, Alonso leaves, Valtteri gets a seat at like a better team in like a couple of years' time from now. Like, a, imagine he goes back to Mercedes and just absolutely stomps it. Gets the world champion that he wants. <laughs> he goes back to Mercedes and wins the world championship. Yeah, so it was like come and do one last one last season. <laughs> we were loving the photos today, weren't we? Of Mick in every the garages, the mix of garages. When Mick was in Mick. the Aston Martin garage, and yeah. then the Alfa Romeo guy was over there talking to him. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Like 
because I was I was saying to Fabs because it was wet for so long and they genuinely couldn't do anything like they probably couldn't touch the cars I assume that's where they go in the tents out pretty much park ferme because you can't go back in the garage pretty much I assume because you know do you know what I mean they park the cars in the pit and they cover them with the tents they didn't go back into the garage when it was red flagged yeah gazebos so I'm assuming that's a bit like saw park Callum ferme. struggling with one of the legs on the gazebo <laughs> couldn't get it up guy fixes like million multi-million pound Formula One cars but can't get a leg up on a fucking <laughs> gazebo it's just funny to see what they all did and to see Mick uh, Mick and Vettel were standing there chatting for ages yeah it was great and um, loads of people online were saying Mick wanted to be in every garage other than the Haas one because there's obviously still the talk about Mick may potentially leave Haas well yeah. but in a way is I don't he leaving want him to. or is he getting booted I don't want him to leave I, we really don't want <coughs> Mick, to, Mick to go anywhere because there isn't that many open seats Mick right Schumacher now. to Williams I reckon really yeah it looks like well yeah because Nick DeBree is going Alfa Tauri there is going to be an open Williams seat but then it's such an interesting one isn't it because there's going to be an open Williams seat which say that was Mick but then there's an open Haas seat but they're saying they want Hulkenberg mm. We've spoke about it before, but are we completely missing something about Hulkenberg? Like, honestly, I I'm just I don't know much about Hulkenberg stats. I would like to just see them bring an F2 driver in, another fresh one along, along with Piastri. They should bring in Robert Schwartzman to Haas. Robert Schwartzman mm. to Haas. Yeah, he yeah. would be ready. I see it. I can see it. He would absolutely smash. I've got his F1 stats here. Um, gro- these are Hulkenberg's entries. 184 races, one pole position, two fastest laps, zero podiums, zero wins. So Sounds like a Haas driver to me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect fit. Take him. Another crazy stat from Matthew Gallagher. Matt Gallagher has taken over the Pit Stop podcast today. He tweeted this earlier. Max Verstappen has got two World Drivers' Championships. Yeah. Who else has got two World Drivers' Championships? Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso has got 32 race wins in his career. Who else has got 32 race wins in his career? Max Verstappen? Yeah. Wow. Already, he's matched Fernando Alonso. That's crazy. Yeah, because Fernando Alonso has got like the most entries ever and he's done it. 350, well, 351 entries now. Yeah, they both got 32 race wins. Verstappen's done it already. We we are looking at something really exciting. (sighs) You don't always get the combination of best driver on the grid and best car on the grid, but when you do... Whoo, it is a it's like another Lewis Hamilton. It's gonna be a, a saga, isn't it? It's gonna be another seven or eight year. I love the bit of commentary. Max Verstappen Rain. I love the bit of commentary earlier from Jensen, which made me realise this and made me think about it. Honestly, I can't shout Jensen Button's praises high enough. Gabsy carried it. Like I won him back all the time, loved it. His insight was amazing. And the way he talks about him and puts himself in the situation, absolutely hilarious. But he was saying how the last season we were so lucky because Hamilton is one of the best ever. And Verstappen is clearly going to be one of the best ever as well. To have both of them racing at a peak at the same time yeah. is unlikely. Like right now, we've got Verstappen at his peak and there's no argument. There's no one else on the grid that is also at that level. Maybe there will be next year. A lot of it is obviously the car. But when you do get that, when you do get both, we did think it was Leclerc. We Ferrari just let him down this year. Mm. But yeah, we've got next year. We've got next year. However, the Mercedes seem to think that, you know, it's going to be a quick fix for their car next year. What, do they? Yeah. Mercedes, what, Mercedes think they're going to bounce back? Mercedes seem to think, well, yeah, one guy, I don't know, maybe it was Paul DeResta or someone was saying, no, it wasn't Paul DeResta. Someone <laughs> was, was saying. That? Just grab a random name out of the end. Hope. Yeah, it was the little short, fat, grey-haired guy who announced Max Verstappen as a winner. <laughs> 
<laughs> you cannot call that Johnny Herbert a short, fat, yeah, grey-haired yeah, yeah, guy. Johnny Herbert. Maybe it was him. He said yeah, they've he's got... He's not fat. <laughs> well, he just kind of... I don't know. He just looks round. <laughs> no, he's not fat. You're right. He... I don't think it was him, but someone said that they've got a big undertaking next year. And... But no, Mercedes disagree. They seem to think they've found the problem. They've found the issue. They know what it is that they've done wrong. Next year, they'll change it and they'll be back. Spring back. On form again. I'd love it, mate. Which would be fucking great because then to see George in a, in a car which is actually performing alongside the Red Bull, that would be interesting. Because then you're going to have, I reckon you're going to have four drivers in the mix for the run for the, for the World Championship. Max, Lewis, George, Leclerc. I... You've got three different constructors, four different drivers all going for the World Championship next year. And Alonso fighting here and there if <laughs> you can. What, in the Aston Martin? Yeah. Do Mate, you, new new wind tunnel. They're going to be flying. New wind tunnel. Do you think at this point, like, you would say Red Bull will win next year as well? Do you think uh, Max Verstappen will probably win a couple more years? Yeah. And then I think maybe, um, maybe come 2026, again, we have a big change to the cars. Something crazy will happen. Maybe another team will adapt, come up again. Maybe Max will miss out on a year or a couple of years, and then maybe he'll come back and win some more. He's just that naturally raw, talented driver that you can't, money can't change it. Unbelievably composed. Like, I, I noticed it. There was How t- relaxed he was. When he did his radio call with two minutes left. Oh, no, I was going to say uh, uh, during the break when it was raining outside. Oh, yeah, even then. He's just there, he's there chilling, having a laugh. But he obviously to didn't know he was going to win the championship with two minutes left. And he radioed in, didn't he? He said, are we not going to change the tyres? He was just like, are we not going to change the tyres? And they were like, um, and they were like, no, 23 Max, second to. lead over Leclerc. But you got this guy's driving full pace in the rain. It was getting wetter. His tires are getting worse, and he's able to just to press the radio button and be like, uh, "Yeah, we're not going to change the tires." If that was me and I'm driving at speed, it would be like, "Are we going to change the tires?" You know, what I need mean? it. How yeah. on earth could you sit back and be so relaxed? Does it for a living? He's mate. He's one. You're of very a comp- you're very composed when you play with that bloody controller on F1 2022. I, I tell you, mate. <laughs> you are you are like a fish in water. You are at home. I'm getting better now. Aren't behind I? that controller. It's like see, it's like watching a pilot in action, <laughs> fight a pilot in action. You said that you think there might be three constructors competing next year. Mm. I completely agree that if Mercedes match it, it will be amazing to watch Hamilton, Russell, and uh, Perez and Verstappen. Obviously, the Ferraris will be there. I think Leclerc and Sainz will have a good car. I actually think next season will be even closer because like they've had to all build on new regulation regulated car, but. If you've noticed, like, a lot of the, like, the Alpines got really good, I think. I was about to say, mate, the Alpines have been flying the last couple of races. So I think there is quite a lot of change that, like, a lot of these cars are going to make. I, I do Imagine think... Gasly up there, mate, that next year in the Alpine. I'd love it, mate. I have loved nothing more than seeing him and Ocon's stuff online. Because from being new fans and everything we'd read about it before it was announced, we just assumed that they didn't like each other. That's what we've heard from like everyone. And then they just, Ocon squashed that with that amazing post. It was like, boys from Normandy together, race together all the time, excited to be a teammate kind of thing. Representing France. France? France. <laughs> Two French guys representing France in a French car. That's special. It's very special. Gazzy's an amazing driver. So is Ocon. No French Grand Prix next year. No, that's a shame. Is there not? I don't think so. I heard that and wasn't sure if I just made it up or not. <laughs> no, I think there is a they, French they, Grand Prix. They, they fucked it off, haven't they? I don't know. There I love that French track. Grand Prix. I rate the track. I'm sure there's a French Grand Prix. I don't think there is. Check it right now. 
check whether there's a French Grand Prix. I've definitely heard from someone that there's no, there's no, uh, or at least they're doing it on a different track. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I have absolutely no idea. I think there's a French Grand Prix. Check it. Yeah. Thirty twenty three. Cat. Fuck me. That's a thousand years away. Thirty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. F one calendar. Six sprint races. You see France. Twenty twenty three. Big moment of truth. Will they get a home race? Can confirm. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. There is ding, no ding. French wow. Grand Prix. No French Grand Prix. That's a shame because it's easy for us to drive to. Yeah, there is still Monaco. Would you count that as France? I don't know. Mate, I honestly think there'll be more than three constructors next year. I reckon you'll... I I'd love to see McLaren up there. I was there. about to say, Mac- there's no way... Imagine Piastri challenging the World Championship in his rookie year. Oh, my God. I don't think there's any way McLaren realistically will be able to get away with another year like this now. With how much money and media is in the sport and how big of a team they are, like they've got to sort it Zach out. Zach Brown's got some serious cash to throw around. And they will sort it. They're one of the best constructors ever. Like They've, they've got the people there. They've got the budgets there. They've got the team now. Land well they they had it with Ricardo the cars just weren't good enough but yeah. Lando and Piastri is a fucking sick lineup when you've got Adam Seagull behind the headset <laughs> well, any, well, it. it's the only way is up as far as I'm concerned Adam Seagull can make some fantastic calls I'll have you know yeah imagine Adam Seagull and bloody Jack Brown sat on the sofa opposite us Adam Seagull and Jack Brown yeah. Oh, wow. That, that's reminding me. The people listening to this are listening to this on a Monday morning or maybe a Monday afternoon or maybe a Tuesday. But just so you know, this week on Thursday, we are filming with probably... The biggest. Without a doubt, isn't it, really? Yes. It is our biggest guest and our biggest episode ever. We're also filming it at the flat. I can't quite believe they are coming to the flat. It's going to be Unreal. I can't wait to see everyone's predictions because we always get DMs from people. It's like, oh, is it Hamilton? <laughs> Everyone thinks it's Hamilton every time. We're like, nah, I'm really sorry. It's just Jake Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love Jake Hughes. Yeah, Jake was a fucking amazing. But everyone does want Hamilton. But no, it's they? not Hamilton. Like, <laughs> stop asking for Hamilton. It'll come on eventually, but fuck me. Give us some time. Yeah, send us your predictions at Pitstop on um, Instagram who you think we've got on. But like I said, that's Thursday. We're knackered. I guess that's pretty much all we have to talk about. Is there any other key topics you think we need to talk about from today's race? There's probably a load. We've probably forgotten them. Um, no, mate. I think, look, listen, let's recoup. Thursday is going to be a Jake and Fab only again because we haven't got a guest for Thursday. The guy that we have coming on Thursday is going to be, that's going to go out, I guess. It won't be out just a couple yet. Of weeks later. Because we're going to spend a long time editing it because it's going to be worth yeah. it. Yeah. And before Thursday, you know, we're going to have um, the the news come back about Red Bull and what the they budget spent. caps and that. So there'll be a lot to talk about. Maybe we'll have a bit more information on the race and everything that happened. So um, I'm ready to fucking Yeah, that's the, the thing. A lot of the stuff comes out the next day in that. and like, Yeah, it takes time. It'll be good for us to recap on Thursday. Let's do that. Everyone listen to the podcast. Thank you very much for being here. Rate it five stars. Click the follow button so you don't miss the big guest and the new episode coming. We will be back with you on Thursday to talk more about this crazy championship, what's happened. Look into what's happened with the budget spending. That's going to be really interesting. Yep. Do you reckon someone's going to be in trouble? I think someone may be in trouble. And if my prediction's correct and Red Bull lose points as championship, I'm officially psychic. Yep, and um, Adam Seagull for president, 2029. I'm willing to get behind that. 
<laughs> so am I. Nicholas Latifi ninth. Max Verstappen, two-time champion of the world. Esteban Ocon absolutely smashed it. Incredible fight with Lewis Hamilton. Make sure you eat raw liver every day. Testicle, heart, uh, bone marrow, the lot. What makes you say that? I just really like Liver King at the minute. Really? Guys, don't actually do that stuff. It's disgusting. You made a lovely dinner earlier for me. What did I make for you? You made like... Like Nandos. <laughs> a homemade Nandos. Oh, when I was in New York, Nandos saved my life. Mate, I made the macho peas, right? For anyone at home who would like to quick, quickly know how to make macho peas. Welcome you know, to Fabio Bocca's cooking show. Cooking with Fabio. You want to get yourself 600 grams of peas. You want to boil them in a little bit of water. Drain the water off, put them in a pan with some butter. You want to smash one third of the peas down, mash them down, mix them in with the rest of them. You want to put some nice chili flakes in there, a little bit of parsley and a little bit of mint, a little bit of salt. Bam, there's your Nando's macho peas. I made some chips in the oven, sprinkled them with a bit of peri-peri salt. There's your peri-salted chips, just like Nando's. A couple of chicken breasts, cut in half, fried what? on a griddle pan. <laughs> He's just adding all these farmyard sound effects. I'm trying to do sound effects everything you say. Do like the frying sound because I'm talking about chicken right now. Yeah, that's nice. A little bit of chicken in the pan with some uh, medium Nando sauce and to finish it off, some slices of halloumi griddled on oh, the pan. slices of halloumi on it. It was lovely. It was a championship winning dinner if you don't mind me saying. It bloody well was for a bloody championship day. Yeah, that's officially it. The championship is over. Who do you think comes second now, though? Leclerc or Perez? Oh, Leclerc still. What? Perez is ahead now. By two points. No, that means they're level. Did Perez only get two points? Yeah. Wait, well, how on earth? No, did... he's ahead by two points. Oh, really? Is there yeah. only a two-point gap? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they're level on points. So the second and third battle is unreal. It, here we go. That's what it moves to now. Here we go. So, basically, we're going to have a new world champion. Because Max was having a world. We can forget about it. Mate, all I can say to that is, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, here, here we, we go. go. See you guys on Thursday. Rate the podcast five stars. Hit the follow button and... Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube at Pit Stop. Nicholas Satifi is the king. Goodbye. Bye. McLeod went off. Oh, McLeod went off. Oh, no. He flanked tested him. He flanked tested him. He should have been on the mic. Ladies and fucking gentlemen, we have got an announcement. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Helmut Marco is just staring up there like, I can't see without my glasses, but I can no, hear He's him. staring the other way. He's looking at the moon. <laughs> Helmet, he's behind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs>